Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Uh, Welcome back to uh, the Gavel and the Gavel podcast. It's me, Harry, and I'm joined by... I'm here. It's Simon from Devon. It's raining, by the way, Harry. Yeah, I've heard. I've actually spoken... I spoke to a client of um, ours today, who is where you are, weirdly, on a break. Yeah. And they said, (laughs) "Yeah, we're battening down the hatches and we've come away for two days and it is horrendous weather. It's like a monsoon down here. There uh, is unbelievable... Um, <laughs> apparently, the local Tesco's has turned into an assault course of dustbins to catch the water pouring in through the tin roof. It's brilliant. That's not great, is it? Well, this client was um, is uh, yeah, he was getting soggy and wasn't overly enamoured with his uh, holiday accommodation. <laughs> I think who will they? They better remain nameless. God bless them. But that's having a, a bad day. Um, right, um, it's my turn to apologise. I usually pick on you. Um, but last week we're missing an episode and um, this isn't great apparently. It's all your fault. Particularly after our lecture from producer Dave the week before. Um, It's all my fault because we are entering into auction week Uh, this week. We've got sales Friday and Saturday um, in uh, Windsor and then we've got one on the Monday. And Windsor had got a little bit busy. We have been clearing and collecting an awful lot of items from an awful lot of houses and it all concertinaed into something you had to give give and sadly it was my voice on the gavel and the gabble so apologies simon uh i uh, i am sorry i offered to do it on my own but you wouldn't have it such is your ego uh such is my ego yes <laughs> yes it has come up in conversation by several people who listen to the podcast that I see on a fairly regular basis, that did you mean Kobe beef or did you mean Wagyu? Because apparently Wagyu is the beef that you need to cuddle because you talked about me being Kobe beef. Now, I don't know, but both of them sound like too many people think that I'm an over-pampered cow. <laughs> so what's Kobe beef then? I don't know, but whatever. We better I mean, ask I'm, um, Dr. Google. I'm in. I'm in trouble. You can go. You can Google. You can Google it or do whatever. But yeah, I just so made. What's I like just, Wagyu oh no, no, there is a Kobe beef. What's that? I'm sure, then? I'm sure there is. If I just made it up. How have you been for the last ten days? Yeah, very, very well. Very busy, um, which is always good. Met lots of interesting people. I must update you because you have been very busy, to be fair, up there with the Windsor Auctions team. So I haven't had a chance to update you. Do you remember in the last sale at Lime Bay a few weeks ago, we sold a really sweet little boat? You remember the Shetland? Yes, I'm not sure that we refer to boats as sweet little, but yeah, let's go with that. It was a sweet little fishing boat. Yep. And it was on a road trailer and had an engine on the back and all that sort of stuff. And it was consigned to us by a local chap who has a young family. He's a military guy, uh, very charming chap, doing very well in his military career, such that he has been posted overseas with his family to Paris. And he said, 
I'm going for a few years, so sell this boat. Sorry, do we have a huge military presence in Paris? What? Go on. I, I, Sorry, I, that's I, what, I, I don't know what he's doing, but you that's know, what I was he, saying. Yeah, that story that doesn't sound great. Right, carry on. He looks he looks quite roughy tufty. I'm not going to mess with him. No, he's no, done all no, sorts no, of no. running over mountains and all big carrying heavy things. So if he says he's going to Paris, that's fine by me. And he's brave, whereas I am a born coward. So whatever he's doing, so whatever he says me. is good by <laughs> us, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. So we we sold his boat in the last auction, didn't we? Yes. There was a. I mean, I want to say a sort of Del Boy-esque moment whereby the customer came to pick up the boat and hitched his Land Rover to the boat and set off down our car park only for one of the wheels to fall off. Off the trailer? Off the trailer, because boats don't have wheels, Harry. (laughs) No, I, I mean, I appreciate off. you're not a seafarer, but come on, <laughs> off what? The I wheels aren't that on that the boat. I understand that that statement now sounds more daft than I meant it to. <laughs> I was just qualifying not his car. No, off As the thing he ended that we up in sold. a three-wheeler, hence the Del Boy thing. No, it was kind of like, do you, you, you remember the chandelier sketch? Well, I, 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 you finish your anecdotes and I've got a chandelier moment for you. That's why well, I'm so, so inspired by this conversation. However, um, he obviously came and knocked at the window of the office and went, there may be an issue with this boat. I said, oh, I'm sure it's yours now, sir, so <laughs> not really mine. OK, let's have a look. And yeah, we found it listing, which I think is the right expression for a boat, but in our car park on its axle. So that's the kind of quality merchandise you are selling these days, Harry. You should be ashamed of yourself. I, I, I am slightly ashamed of myself. Well, can I just carrying on? The, uh, we were chatting earlier about content and I was saying my week's been so busy, I can't actually remember what I've been doing. But one of the things I was doing was at a large property where there are 12 to 13 very, very big chandeliers, beautiful glass armed but they come with a lot of problems, as you are aware, because you have to get them down, build cradles and all the rest of it. And I am there with a team of people discussing, we are not taking them down that day, discussing how we're going to move them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And somebody started undoing the bolts on the wrong one. So we were standing in the ballroom looking up (laughs) and the one on the left... And the one on the right at the other end of the room started moving. <laughs> As they said, yeah, you just undo these. And we're like, whatever you're doing, stop doing it. Because nobody's anywhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think of was the Del Boy sketch. Yes. So, yes, I actually have had a Del Boy moment this week myself. I rang you to confess that my week had got slightly out of control and that I was going to lots of appointments, meeting lots of lovely people. But one of the team from our office, who's not out on the road, is office-based, had rung me to say, hi, know you're busy, but were you expecting a low loader with a vintage 1975, I want to say, Honda Civic on it? And I went, (laughs) I was, and I'd completely forgotten it was being dropped off today. So I rang you and a member mm. of your team do carry on the story because this is very peculiar. A member of my team 
who will remain nameless, David. Dave. <laughs> you sent me a video, didn't you, of yes. this Honda Civic coming Well, that's up. how they started the phone call. They said, look at your phone. <laughs> and there's just a low loader in the car, in the in, outside our warehousing. I think it's a cool little car in sort of powder blue, isn't it? It's yeah, really and it's not nice. something I'm... I, I, I have tried to actually squish myself in the drawer of it, and it, it's not happening. So I showed... Now, Dave is our resident car guru. What he... As soon as any vehicles come in, we go, Dave, what's that? What's going on? Is that worth any money? Particularly when it comes to vintage cars like this. And Dave, with his encyclopedic knowledge of, immediately went, it's a Honda Civic, it's a Honda Civic, it's a 1975 Honda Civic. Yeah, it's got the uh, overhead twin cam. That's not what he said, but it was there was a lot of information, none of which made any sense to me whatsoever. But he immediately, and so he ran off this beautiful description of exactly what this car was from a, for which I am incredibly grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's special because it's got window wipers that go the wrong way or I don't, whatever. He knew all about it, but he finished it up with, and by the way, that is the car that Hightower, I was like, what now? Who? Hightower squeezed himself into in the film Police Academy 3. That's the level of knowledge we're dealing with here. When I rang the office to say, yes, I'm expecting this car and can you help them? I said, and has anybody seen? And they all went, oh, yeah. Police Academy, of course. Now we know exactly what car it is. Well done, Dave. <laughs> Dave, genius. I haven't put it in the description, but I was tempted to do oh, so. Oh, why not? Just for Dave. Just oh, for Dave. Because... He's a genius, that boy. The, the catalogue went live. So our catalogues go live about a week before, eight, nine days before the sale. And I've already got, I don't know, 50 questions about this car, of which 49 and a half of them I don't know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a problem when we're supposed to know something about everything, including I think, yeah, possibly. I, yeah, I think most people will have realised by now that um, mechanics, not no. my speciality. Really not. Very poor at all things of that nature. And so, yeah, a bit awkward, really. Uh, however, we have um, a man coming tomorrow to add some, put some meat on the bone of the description. Mm. And this is a barn find. So this literally was put into a garage. We call them barn finds, but garage finds or whatever. Was put into a garage 22 years ago. The door was locked and it has never been opened again. And it's a cool little car. I could, Do you know what? If you were driving around in that, to, that, that is a cool little car. There can't be many of them around. Because I don't think it was a hugely iconic or special car at the time. So hence, therefore, not many of them have been saved, have they? I, 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 I don't get the impression. I can't find many that are out there out there on the open market. If its biggest claim to fame is Hightower. <laughs> yeah, but it is a bit I'm of guessing. fun. Um, it's it's not, you know, it's not the sort of muscle car that you like, um, for which I'm sorry. We have yeah. a Mercedes arriving for our Christmas auction. Nothing says Christmas like a Mercedes. Like a Mercedes. That'll be mm -hmm. the tagline that we repeat ad nauseam until somebody puts their hands up and bids for it. <laughs> Can I just can I just interject here, right? You know, right? Don't be cross because I know you're constantly getting cross with me for. But 
You know, whilst we're doing these podcasts, I do fiddle with stuff, which is why I get into trouble with Dave. By stuff, I mean things that are coming in to be valued and the like. So on my desk is an ice cream, yeah, an ice cream carton, not full of ice cream, you'll be sad to hear, full of little silver bits. There's some medals in here. Uh, I found a little silver pocket watch. There's a little silver box that when you open it, you would have had like smelling salts in. Quite cool. But there's also... <laughs> Sorry, this has tickled my fancy. Apologies. Um, oh, Harry, you're going to have to help me out here. Uh, it's a Scottish brooch with um, polished stones and it's in the shape of a sword. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Go on. What do they call these? No, carry on. You keep telling me. So it's a so it's silver. It's in the shape of a sword, and it's got a um, a shield on it. And when you turn it over, it's inscribed, and the date on it, which is lovely, is March eighteen eighty three. So it's got a bit of age to it. But here's the inscription. I'm guessing that this is, you know, a a gift to a loved one. And they've had it inscribed with, from a grateful little lover. What? No way. <laughs> from a grateful, I promise you, I'll put it on Instagram. From a grateful little lover. Now, I've got to tell you, that really is wearing your heart on the sleeve, isn't it? I mean, that is honesty in the extreme. I'd have kept that bit quiet. Are you saying it's a dirk when you say a sword? Uh, it's, you know, the little sword that you put in your sock. No. The little knife. N- no. No, it's oh, a brooch. Okay. It is a brooch. In, no, a- in the shape of a... No, in the shape of a little... And it's got polished a couple of cairngorms on it or something like that. Uh, I think it's probably um, representing a ceremonial sword because it's got the big hilt uh, around oh, the, okay. the bit around. Um, but it's clearly been created as a gift. But the most honest gift I've ever come across. Yeah, I, I, I mean, as a large human, I don't think I'd have anything I gave to my wife inscribed with your big fat lover on it. <laughs> so I think I go... I think... But, you know, how sweet... That's lovely. What was the date? 1883. Oh, that is really sweet. Not only is he little, but he's grateful. I'm loving that. Sorry. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted there. Apologies. I'd, I'd, um, ducked, I'd ducked over the grateful bit. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, we're all grateful. We're all happy to be loved by somebody. It, says on, my, it says on my script here somewhere. <laughs> Oh, my days. Right. I am going to leave that box alone now because I don't know how much trouble it's going to get me into. Okay. Simon is just showing off, dear listener, uh, that he's got stuff coming in all the time. And even even when he... Um, thank you. Enough now. Even when he um, Even when he is recording the podcast, he's still working. That's half of what that story was about. Okay, seriously, seriously. Driving me insane. No, enough, enough, enough. I should think if people one are listening more. to that on headphones, that'll kill them. That's that's just tinnitus, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing, isn't it? Surely. What? Okay, stop. Enough. Um, I've just found so, these. I know. I can tell. Cro- crottle bells. I'm going to tell you what we, I'm going to tell you what we were doing last week. Go on then. Um, so we told you about um, the house 
Fives Court in Pinner that used to be part of the Heels family. Oh, yes, and indeed. And that is where the majority of the team spent three days last week with the lovely uh, current owners. And we were <laughs> collecting and I'm trying clearing. to put them back really quietly. Yeah, badly. Do you want to get it all out of the way in one go? <laughs> okay, I've done it. They're gone. Sorry. Carry on, Harry. Sorry. I sounded like a teacher then. That's terrible. <laughs> I feel a bit. Yeah, so we were processing photographing uh, on site. So that was quite exciting. But weirdly, half of the items are coming up for sale at the end of this week. But they were art collectors and patrons of new artists. And there are an awful lot of paintings coming up for sale in January. Um, from that house, it was quite exciting. Oh, lovely. That yeah, so that's really good. That's where we, so that's where the team were. I wasn't with them because I was charging around going to other people's houses and looking at things that were coming up for sale. David, you've got to talk to Simon again about fiddling with things because I don't know what he's doing because we haven't got the videos on. But he, he's got some sort of, what is it? A, I mean, I've got ADHD, but you've got whatever it is that means you fiddle with stuff all the time. I have to say, Harry, I don't <laughs> think there's any special name. It's just fiddling. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just fiddling. And it has passed on to my son, Max, who we are constantly screaming at, stop fiddling! And then yeah. I realised where he got it from. So Leave him alone. Leave him alone. I'm looking forward to see uh, seeing your firstborn next week because he has been to Harry Potter World. He has, and he loved it. I don't have a child young enough to take to Harry Potter World, uh, much as I would like to go. Um, and so he can tell me all about it. He will tell you all about it. He tried to tell Daddy all about it. Daddy didn't understand it word he was saying so that didn't go so well there is there is a difference fortunately with business partners there should be a difference and there is a marked difference between simon and i and that i am a a, a fan of the harry potter books as we've discussed before and simon Mm -hmm. has not Not. picked one up so it not he he hasn't read them so he doesn't know whether he's a fan or not i think is the simplest way to get past that and move on he mentioned he mentioned something about quidditch even even in the magical world I imagine that the larger framed wizard, <laughs> uh, which is uh, would need a very sturdy broom to fly around. And so I don't think Quidditch would be for me. I think I'm more earth locked than that. Um, so uh, I went to see, I don't know how to describe it. I have been to seven different storage facilities in a week. Oh, that's a sign of the times, do you think? Well, this is what I was going to discuss with you. Are people trying to get out of these storage units? Yes. Right. Mm. Yes. And quickly. They don't want to pay that bill every month. Ring and see you on a Monday and then ask if you could do it, possibly do it by the Friday. Unaware that, sadly, lots of people book us weeks, months, well, months in advance. We're booking January at the moment for some certain types of jobs. End of January and beginning of February. Like you do with uh, uh, Devon. So, you know, it's it, we can't just drop everything. We do try and help everybody we possibly can. But I have never seen so many storage facilities. I've never, I, I didn't even know. And also, they've got to make them easier to get around. And this is a plea to Big Yellow, Shergard, all these companies. Please, please, please make the exit easier to find. <laughs> make the exit. I was nearly at the point where I had to crack that emergency packet of um, jelly babies and drop them behind me so I could find my way to the exit. <laughs> I was like three stories up. I'd be like a truffle hunting pig eating my way back to the... To, I've, never, I've never encountered anything like it. Absolute dramas. 
And also, and this is a plea from the people who I work with, make the doors bigger. Make the doors bigger. Why are the doors so small? You can't get a sofa or a bed through the smaller unit doors. Well, there you go. Not that anybody will listen to me. But yes, so I don't know. It's just a sign of the times. I thought I'd mention it. A lot of people, not everything can be sold via auction. You know, there's a lot of stuff that it just, you know, clothes and bits and pieces. Um, If you're not going to keep them, there are some very, very worthwhile charities uh, that would do well from that sort of stuff. So please bear them in mind. Don't just chuck it in a skip. Find a clothing recycling bank and give them to them. It is quite bizarre what people will store, though, don't you think? Yes. When you think at how much I storage found dirty costs. I washing up in one. <laughs> I found, I kid you not, a washing bowl with whatever they cleared out of the house unwashed in the washing bowl. And I lifted the lid and they went, oh, we did, we did, we did leave in a bit of a rush that morning. And I was like, but that is just not right. This has been in here a year and a half. You didn't even wash up. That is wrong. If I had, if we had a pound for every time we've been told we need to clear this storage unit, we've been storing this for the last 12 years for the kids and they don't want any of it. Particularly your dining table. They do not want your dining table. Your darkwood dining room table and chairs and your dining room fitments in which you stored your cut glass crystal. They don't want that either. (laughs) They don't want any of it. Don't want any of it. And I don't know how to put this to you politely. Neither do we. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Because they don't want it. We don't want it either because we can't sell it to them. Please, 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 please. I know it costs you a fortune, but reproduction mahogany dining tables have had their day. Let's get them recycled back into the system as whatever it might be. Logs, I imagine. Preferably something somebody wants. Yeah, exactly. I'm quite excited because tomorrow I am heading down to Torquay with a lorry and my team. And this is quite a nice one because this is this is a house clearance that we're doing because Windsor Auctions have already done a house clearance for this particular customer. And he was so impressed with the service. Uh, You must give credit to Sarah. Sarah. Yes, indeed. Sarah did amazing. Sarah made sure that he realised that we could help. She's yes. done an outstanding job. Sarah She's done a fabulous Windsor. job. And yeah. he didn't know, why would he, that we also had... So whilst Windsor cleared, I believe, his father's property and did a great job at the clearance, the boys did a great job, Sarah looked after him, sold lots of stuff at auction, mm. um, and he was very pleased with the results and happened to mention in passing that he's got to do the same for his mother in the southwest, at which Sarah did a fantastic job and jumped in and said, well, you know, we've got an auction house in Devon, to which he said, that can't possibly be true. And I went to meet him, charming chap, absolutely lovely guy. Really nice guy. A really nice guy. And we are taking the lorry down there tomorrow. Now, the reason I'm excited is because clearly um, both his parents, albeit they separated, had a love for collecting some of the finer things in life. So, Mm. um, and tomorrow I am probably picking up one of the nicest collections of Clarice Cliff that I've seen for a very long time. Um, 
beautiful collection of um, Bristol blue glass, some absolutely fabulous paintings, but paintings um, that range from the 18th, 19th century through to contemporary, modern, um, fabulous pictures that adorn all the walls in this lovely house. Uh, we've got Chinese ceramics, and I turned a few over expecting to see the standard export marks only to see, no, 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 these are not made for the export market. These are the real McCoy. So I am super, super excited to be going down there tomorrow with the team. Oh, and some lovely silver, some antique Victorian and Georgia. Can you tell I'm excited, Harry? I can tell you're excited. And to be fair, the matching house in Windsor, in the centre of Windsor, was it's very similar yeah, and really, really lovely and a collection of uh, really good art, uh, some of which we sold last month when you were up. Um, yeah, but it's, he's, do you know what? When you're dealing with a client of that, who's that lovely yeah, he um, is yeah. and with a family who have a history of collection and also... It's just it's just a pleasure to do what we do for a living, um, and it's been great fun. You'll have a great you'll have a great time. You'll have a great oh, it'll time. be brilliant! And do you know what? Just and unbeknownst to Sarah, who doesn't know the southwest very well, uh, Torquay is uh, not next door to Seaton, which is how she imagines the whole of the <laughs> southwest. <laughs> yes, I did get a map out and say this is where the two places are. She went, ah, I'll be fine. And then she laughed. She read, that's not next door, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but so worth it. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Mind you, I don't think it's going to be ice cream weather on Torquay's lovely Riviera seafront tomorrow. Uh, well, well, I mean, we're not talking about seafronts at the moment because currently my um, wish list of getting rock sent up to me from um, oh. Devon is just not working. I have a fascination. I love rock. Uh, the the sweetie. A stick of rock. A stick of rock. I also like the Edinburgh rock, which is a much softer uh, thing. Basically, it's just boiled sugar, isn't it? Well, it, it's a stick of sugar, Harry. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I've got a diabetic clinic tomorrow afternoon, just to... Uh, uh, tomorrow evening, which I have uh, once or twice a month, just to... I am no... I am I'm fighting off uh, diabetes, which is uh, with their help, and I'm hugely grateful. However... <laughs> However, I'm not sure listen, you're helping. If they ever listen to the <laughs> podcast, they go, well, you're no, not really, man. are you, Harry? When you... No. I'll put more effort in. <laughs> <laughs> what with the jelly babies and the... Mm. Yeah, your constant references to eating are not probably helping. What are you having for dinner tonight, then? Well, isn't that weird? Have you just noticed that my, my wife has just texted me to say, have you finished re have you finished recording the podcast? Are you What are you cooking me this evening? And literally that text came in as you made that comment. Uh, your wife and I are on the same page. We're worried about you and your uh, yeah, eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to open the fridge. It'll be some sort of surprise for, apparently, you and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, uh, this week, um, have you got any... Are you doing, so, you're in Torquay. Anything else coming up? I think we have a host of small clearances to do, and we shall uh, report back as to what we find. We've got a... Hoarder's house to do, which um, is quite a big job. And 
I'm not sure whether we're going to find... Well, I'm not sure what we're going to find, to be honest with you. But we do know, the family have told us, that uh, Mother's jewellery hasn't been seen for a very long time. And they've no idea, bless her, because she had a spot of dementia before she passed, whether (laughs) we have been tasked with seeing if we can possibly find all of this jewellery, because by all accounts, it was quite a substantial and impressive collection. We're not talking mum's wedding ring. We're talking about a substantial of Art Deco diamond gold. Uh, She was particularly partial to a sapphire and a ruby. Aren't we all dear? And we've been tasked with seeing... <laughs> aren't we all dear? <laughs> and so it's either going to be a huge disappointment or we are literally hunting for that treasure chest. So that's going to be fun. That is going to be fun. But the problem with this clearance is when you're doing hoarders' houses and uh, it's something that we all deal with you know, intermittently over the course of the year, is that there are two methods of doing it. One of which is because of the sheer volume and usually the very low value, a lot of stuff gets hoiked straight out the door. But if you're tasked with finding such treasures as the family jewels, it does slow the job down slightly because you've got to you've got to be a bit more careful. Is that a fair reflection? Yeah, absolutely. And you cannot assume. So just because the box on it says Monopoly. Don't assume that there's a Monopoly set in that box because nine no. times out of ten there won't be. It so, could be, as I found the other day, um, where it said wardrobe one. It could have the washing up from the day they moved out in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, oh, right, Hoarder's yeah. house. Um, so, what have we got coming up this week? Well, we're we're seeing each other on Friday. To Friday, Friday yes. and Saturday. Uh, I'm pre-warning you, I've front-loaded the auction Oh, good. on Friday so that, because we've got quite a big sale, quite a lot of lots, um, so that you get home in time to see your children on Saturday. But you've got some great lots in. So on Friday, I'm going to put a stake in the ground here. You've got a fabulous set of, is it Moller, Danish, mm. mid-century yeah. Chairs. Yeah. Are they as good as they look in the pictures? Yes. They could fly. How many are there? Six. Six, yeah. That's incredible. We sold one of those in Windsor, a chair like that. There was only one, and I think that made £800. You've got six. No pressure. No, not feeling it. <laughs> oh, God. And what about the... Um, the We're not... Tiffany... By the way, we normally record after an auction. We are no longer recording after that auction because if, if, if they don't do well, I'll be crying in a corner. So there, <laughs> be no, there won't be any recording. Isn't there also... Because obviously we look at each other's catalogues and do our homework before we get on the rostrum... No, we and don't that, do it because of homework. We do it because we're competitive when we like to see... Yeah. We want to see what the other but one's there got. Is, but yeah, there is... Is it a Liberty Mirror? Yeah, Archibald... Uh, Archibald Knox style Archibald copper, Knox. copper um liberty mirror yep there's uh that is that is amazing that is stunning that's attracting a lot of attention there's um a louis vuitton steamer trunk uh, that we found in a garage that's getting a lot of attention there's a james bond dress there's the cup boxing cup collection from paddy peters 
who's this very interesting That's character. Um, yeah, that is amazing. So tell us about him. Have we talked Have we talked about that on the podcast before? No, no. So Paddy Peters is uh, was an Irish guard, uh, an Irish guard, corporal in the Irish guards, in 19, late 1920s. Um, mm. And he became the British Army boxing champion. And um, in the photos, you'll see it's quite funny that you'll see there's a little picture, there's a little statue of a boxer, silver boxer. And then there's a medium one and there's a large one because he was champion for three years and that's giving him a bigger statue. <laughs> um, he then, the last time he won, you know so much more about boxing, but he won the ABA, I think it is, the Emma Boxing Association right, champion. Yeah. Not So in the UK, in, in Great Britain. So he became champion amateur um, boxer. And at that point, similar, I think, to nowadays, he was persuaded to turn professional and leave the army. And it really didn't suit him. The oh. guards had been his life and he'd been a boy soldier. Oh, so wow. he'd been in uh, before he was 16. He was a boy soldier. And he then was not happy. And the RAF heard that he wasn't very happy. And they said, we would like you, Paddy, to be our boxing coach. So he then joined the RAF. Oh, wow. As their boxing coach. And he took a team to South Africa. And they were on a tour of South Africa. So they were doing exhibition fights all over South Africa with a South African army team and an RAF team. And they were flying around the country. And very sadly, the transport plane that they were in crashed and he was killed. Oh, no. Uh, along with m the majority of both boxing teams. And uh, we're acting for his grandkids. They've decided to sell the collection. And it's just very, very interesting. The pictures of his funeral, he was held in such high regard that it almost looks like a state funeral. I know it's not a state funeral, but it's huge. Yeah. The funeral they gave wow. him in, in South Africa is enormous. And subsequently, it has become, in later years, it became a sort of pilgrimage spot for Irish guardsmen and boxers who were out in South Africa. They'd go and find his grave, say a few words of thanks. And, That's fantastic. Uh, the commanding officer of the regiment flew out years later and sort of went to the headstone and said, thanks, Paddy, for everything you've done. You know, not only were you a great soldier, but you were great. And all this sort of stuff. It's, I mean, anecdotally, um, so, with, so yeah, it is, it is a really interesting story. Um, I have spent, I mean, economically, as with all these things, you get sucked into the story and you spend far too much time reading and researching and all the rest of it. So economically, if, if, it were, if you earned money out of this for pounds spent on the hours of reading up on this fellow, it wasn't work. But it's just such an absorbing story. So, yeah, that's coming up. Really, really interesting. That is so cool. Oh, yeah, so there's lots of, lots of nice antiques and we've got some amazing furniture and yada, 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 yada. Um, and the Bond dress and God knows what and all the things I've rabbit on about. But this is quite an interesting. And all those cups, all those cups, in that photo, there's a very large selection in the car. Are all there is, silver. yeah. They're all silver. They're all solid silver? Yeah. Wow. Goes to show that in the 30s, these <laughs> people were held yeah. in much higher esteem. Very high regard, yeah. 
rather wow, than the sort amazing. of a lot of this nonsense that you get now. What a cracking story. So, yeah, that's what, that's my week, mate. Brilliant. That's cracking what we're going to be doing. Cracking story, that is. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely fantastic. Right, well, that brings us to the end of another um, Gavel and the Gabble. We will be back next week. I promise that we will be back next week. I will be about, um, I will make myself about. We have got some surprise guests coming up, um, which are some people off the telly, is, is how one of them described himself. I'm on the telly. Um, and we've, also, so, we've also got Chris Cannon coming on from We Branscombe. have, and that is my um, fault, because we would have had Branscombe's right to reply would have been in this episode, but purely down to me and not being available, um, they haven't yet to have their right to reply. So now they dislike Simon <laughs> for giving them a hard time. I am terrified. Chris is... I mean, to say that he's keen to get on this podcast is an understatement. He cannot wait to get his own back and get on this podcast. He was very disappointed that we couldn't do it last week. He is chomping at the bit, which usually means I'm in for a fall of some historic... I'm, 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 I'm so terrified. Right, mate, see you soon. Love ya. Take care.